Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday. I cannot believe I almost did this again. I started talking for about 30 seconds and realized I didn't push record. I almost did that. Happy Sunday. Welcome back. I'm so excited to be here because I'm actually excited this week. Like we've talked the past couple weeks how I've been just like not in my vibe, you know, but I feel rejuvenated. I feel refreshed. I feel present. So cheers to that. Let's go ahead. Whatever you're drinking on today, maybe it's a coffee, maybe it's water, maybe it's what, you know, whatever you have. Go ahead and take a little sip right now. Let's just take in this good energy together. And I just want to bask in it because I have not been in that good energy space lately because I've been having headaches. And even right now, as I woke up this morning feeling kind of normal, I'm slowly starting to kind of feel one. And I've never really had pregnancy headaches. I might have had one or two with Archie, but I've really tried to stay on top of my water. Like, especially yesterday, I was like, okay, could this be a water thing? Because they kind of started on Saturday. So as of now, like over a week ago, and I was on my mom's trip and I wasn't, I can't say I was drinking the most water, you know, like we were just out, we were talking, we were moving, you know, whatever. So I can't say I was completely like gung-ho with water this week. So I started then and they've just been borderline debilitating where I'm like, is it a headache? Is it a migraine? I'm not like a headache girly. I grew up with terrible migraines. I think a lot of it had to do with my vision. So I know how it feels and I've been there, but not like in my adult life. I'm not someone who like gets reoccurring headaches. Thank God. But why it is. So he's made it very clear, like, welcome to my reality every day. And I'm like, I'm sorry, like, but this still sucks for me right now. So I am going to the doctor in a couple days for my what will be like 17 week checkup. And I'm definitely gonna bring it up to them. I had shared this on my Instagram and got like an overwhelming response of people scaring the fuck out of me. So I don't know why we think that that is okay on the internet to diagnose someone or to like fear monger because most of you guys already know like the trauma that I've gone through in my past pregnancies and just the fear that I already have and the messages that I was getting of what could happen to my child and what headaches could mean I mean like I can google myself you know what I mean like there's headaches are also very normal in pregnancy so the need for fear mongering was just like crazy. I couldn't even check my DMs that day because I was like, I don't even know like when I'm going to open one. It, it was terrible. It got messy. So I've just been dealing with that, but I'm feeling okay today. I'm at least feeling positive and like rejuvenated. And I'm excited to share some things with you guys. Also talk a little bit too about just like body dysmorphia and kind of accepting your body through pregnancy. Um, I've talked about this before, but it's always something to revisit um, because every pregnancy is different. And also whether you're pregnant or not, like body dysmorphia exists in all shapes. Like 
even a few months ago when I looked relatively like my best, I still had body dysmorphia some days, you know, like we, we're all bound to have those days where we kind of just naturally pick ourselves apart. And it's not something to be like proud of, but it's something to at least normalize, you know, like it's okay. It doesn't mean that you have like an issue until it does become a reoccurring issue. You know, then talking to someone, et cetera, could be very important for you. But that's kind of the lay of the land this episode. I'm excited to chat with you guys about the series that I finished as well um, that I was watching. Talk to you about my mom's trip and more. So yay. Oh my gosh. Happy Sunday or wherever, wherever and whenever you're listening to this, I guess. So um, first off, my massager and my eye mask, um, I just had to update real quick because like I said, I've been having these headaches. And so I really got into using my eye massager. I've recommended this over and over, but it has been game changer for at least finding some peace when my head hurts so terribly. And I've also been trying to get in the routine of using it more every night. So like before I go to bed, that's kind of the last thing that I use. So it goes right over my face. I kind of look like I, I'm wearing like a off-brand Oculus <laughs> and it kind of, it massages like your temples and like around your eye area. And then it also produces heat. You can turn the heat off if you want, but the best thing is it's also Bluetooth. So you can put like music on if you want, or like rain sounds or white noise, you know, like if you want to like fall asleep with it, cause it will automatically turn off. So just make sure it's not too tight around your head or else that shit will hurt when you wake up. So it is, it's great. Um, if you're someone who is struggling with headaches because of pregnancy, or you're just like consistently someone with headaches, this could be really good for you. I have the largest fear of losing my vision period. Like losing my vision is one of my greatest fears. And I say that because it's deeply rooted in like how we've continued to grow up on computers. Like, I mean, I was playing webkins at like five years old, you know, like how we're watching TV, how we're on our phones now. Like no one has actually gone through childhood to adulthood yet with full ass technology. You know what I mean? Like with as much as we consume. So we don't have like a lot of data on, you know, 50, 60, 70 year old results. So I'll be curious to see as we grow older, what kind of comes out and what different eye things come out as well to protect us more. Now, I know we have blue light glasses and this and that. And I I do want to become better even just wearing those, but is that enough? You know, that's, that's kind of where my fear of my eyes come in is like, we, this isn't going away phones aren't going away. The fucking screens are only getting bigger, you know, like (laughs) we're only viewing more. So that is definitely worth it. And I think I'm going to actually order one of those headache masks off Amazon where it's like ice, not even just for headaches too, but just to like relax. Like, I don't know about you guys, like I love the sensation of ice. Like I've always loved icing. And yesterday I actually had like kind of the headache migraine thing. And I put an ice pack on my neck and that was super helpful as well. So we'll see. Second piece of news, well, first like real piece of news, Cody Ko and Kelsey Kreppel had their baby. I'm so happy. I cannot, like almost tears in my eyes when I saw that announcement. Like when we talk about parasocial relationships and how you, like some of you guys probably feel about me, just like over the moon, happy when like something great happens or kind of like just your good friend that you're rooting on. That's how I feel about Cody Ko and Kelsey. And you guys know this from like, I, I always talk about them reoccurring at least once or twice a month. And so they had their baby, their first baby boy, um, boy moms, you know, uh, and his name is Otis. 
I love that name so much. It's so cute. I'm like, fuck, now I couldn't use that. Um, which in reality, I, I really could. Like, who cares? Oh my God, who cares? I've, I've seen so many people have similar names online, like in the bigger, like quote, influencer space of like baby names. I'm like, who the fuck cares? Like people go nuts about it. Like, oh my God, did you name your name, your baby after fucking Cleopatra or whatever? It's like, so what if they did? Like they live a completely separate life. So if you guys ever see a name that you're inspired by and you want to use it, like who cares? Even me, like if you want to use Maddox or Archie, first off, been used. And number two, I'm in Michigan. Like it, it, you're probably not in my town. So like use the name, like no one cares. You know what I mean? So it's, it was just one of those things. I'm like, okay, I guess if I want to use Otis, fuck off. You know, maybe if I have a boy, maybe I would use the name Otis. Maybe not. I don't know, but that is a cute name. We do have some other baby names, but with all due respect, like I wouldn't share them because like, that's like personal, you know what I mean? Like I want to like keep it for myself this time. The only reason I shared Archie's name early last time was just because of everything we were going through and how much I was documenting. I hated saying him or like it, you know, like it was, it was a genuine, like if I'm going to give an update about the health of a child, I want to be able to use his name. You know what I mean? It was, it was kind of like power of like, we're thinking over Archie. We're, we're manifesting, we're praying, whatever you guys do over the name Archie. Like he is a person. And I think that that's why I shared the name a little bit early last time. So I'm very excited for them. Next up, speaking of like kids birth, we birthed a new Instagram this week. I don't know if you guys saw Wyatt's Instagram is live. I'm so proud of him. I'll rehash it on the mom's trip, but I came back from the mom's trip so inspired. And also the moms on the trip were so encouraging. And again, we'll talk about this in a second. But with that, Wyatt has always wanted to share like his recipes when he cooks. He fucking loves cooking. This man will do nothing but watch YouTube on like cooking. Like we were watching cooking videos last night of just um, like fine dining experiences and how they prep the tables and like shit like that. It's, it's a weird thing that him and I do. We've done for years. Like we just love like binging with Babish is probably one of our favorite YouTubers etc. So he loves cooking. So he's always wanted to document that. And to be very transparent, he's always asked me to like kind of teach him. And I just, I haven't like by the time I'm done editing my stuff, I don't want to teach someone to edit. Like it's just, it's a lot. Right. But after coming back from the trip, I'm like, you know, if this is something he wants to do, I want to help support him where he can figure it out on his own, but he can also start sharing and you know, whatever. And so he made his first video the other day. It was so cute. He's, he was so nervous. It took him like, this is not outing him at all, but I can rip out a voiceover. Like I podcast every week, right? I can be like, Hey guys, welcome back to another day in the life of blah, 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 blah. Like I can just rip it. Right. One take wonder. Like I've done this for years. He obviously hasn't. So it took him, like we were in the car getting my tire fixed, which was a whole nother fiasco. And it took him probably about 40 minutes to do like a minute and a half voiceover. Cause he kept like it's not knowing how to like articulate, like, okay, how do I make this flow? Whatever. And it was really cool and sweet to just see his like brain working of like, how do I make this great? And now I feel like there's also this odd, even just making one video alone, this odd appreciation for like what I do deeper and understanding like, oh, like it's not just grabbing your fucking phone and pushing record. Now for some people that is their style, but like not for like what I curate, and what I like to curate. So 
Very happy for him. He got the TikTok handle, not just another dad, which honestly cannot believe that that handle was even available. I wanted him to have something like witty and cool, not just like why Pfeiffer? Like, what is he like? What does he want to do? And so he thought like, you know, cooking dad or like dad that sometimes cooks, you know, stuff like this, where it's very like recognizable brand recognition, baby. But then I was like, what about like, not just another dad? Like, cause you're not just another dad. He is home. He gets to take our kids. Like when I need to work, like he has a different father role than a lot of fathers. Like, you know, everyone's life is different. And so I was like, you're not just another dad, but also no dads are just, Oh, you're another dad. You know, like I hate that. Oh, you, you, you helped with the kids today. Oh, you're so amazing. You know, et cetera. So that was kind of like the thought process behind his like handle is just, he's not just another dad. You know, he's like our kids dad and he's my husband and X, Y, Z. It was just like kind of an empowering, like not just another dad standing up for other dads as well, you know? So, um, he's sharing that you guys will have to go follow him. Not just another dad on TikTok, And then on Instagram, it's not just another dad with one underscore because the handle was taken on Instagram, little shits. So yeah, I'm so happy for him. I, I, we're making it a goal for him to at least post like once a day, which is so manageable and just like enjoy it and like learn it. And that's really where it comes from. So just a reminder that no matter where you're at, like just start, just learn. And as for anyone, like anyone in this space, it takes one video to change something. You know what I mean? It takes one video to blow up. It takes one viral video. It takes just showing up, you know, cause you don't also know when that could happen to you. And it just takes showing up at your highest self, your best self and putting yourself out there and your highest self, best self isn't always a hundred percent, right? It's on the days where maybe you only have 50% to give you give that 50%. That is a hundred percent, you know, love that quote, love that analogy. So yeah, I'm so excited for him. And I really hope that he has patience, sticks with it and has pride in it. So let's kind of update then front track to the mom's trip, because this was the most, I've had some great fucking trips the past couple months. Like, and I've shared that with you. Like, so like I had the Alani trip, um, with Chloe, Libby, Claudia, and myself. And then I had the hydro jug trip, um, with all of those girls. And then I had this trip, um, with like a completely new set of people doing different things. So I've had some great trips and you guys, I always get messages. Like, I'm so glad these, this is, this went better for you than July. You guys keep referencing my my trip in July. And I, to this day, cannot express to you how fucking uncomfortable that trip was for me. Like, like, honestly, it set the bar so fucking low of how, when you are not in an energy that is aligned with you, it is not fucking fun. And if I did not have my sister on the trip, I think I would have RIP'd like, honestly. So anyways, I actually had a post the other day and one of the people who was on the trip with me back in July commented on it. And like, this person was nice. Like, I think their intentions were nice. It's just, they got wrapped up with the popular people to where it's like, I didn't matter. So anyways, this person commented, I was like, why could you not, why could we have not connected more in person? You know what I mean? Like, and it just sucked. I was like, damn it. But it like reminded me of that fucking scar I had from that um, trip. And so I was on this trip, right. Feeling great, whatever. And I just, it took me back to that trip for a second. I was like, God, I'm so grateful that I'm here, you know, (laughs) whatever. So mom's trip was so fun. Oh my gosh. I met 
so many people. And like, these are, these were all like pretty big influencers. And I say influencers, but also like, I can't explain enough how much they're also like just people, you know, they're people like you, they're people like me that have more followers. But at the end of the day, like they just took a shot on themselves and it worked for them. You know what I mean? Like, and even to me in like a relative scale, right? Like I know I have way smaller of like a following in a community, but like, I still just like kind of went for it. And here I am like, so they're not like not humans all of a sudden, like they're not like AI robots just because they gained X amount of followers. So, however, I will say going into situations like that, you're kind of like, okay, how are these people going to act? Are they going to be nice? Are they going to be on their phones the whole time? That's the biggest thing for me. I'm like, are we just going to like sit here and be on our phones and like take clout talks? Like I understand getting videos with people because I share you and you share me and we share each other and our community sees both of us. Like as you should, like that, that is the point of also collaboration, but there's a different point when that's like all you're fucking doing on a trip and you're not like being present with the people that you're with. Right. But we were all like literally barely on our phones, barely on our phones. Like I barely texted my husband. We all maybe FaceTimed our family like once, like someone would go over there and do it. Someone like we would take out our phones, maybe like get, get like a few video clips you know, Hey, let's grab a photo. Like let's post an Instagram, Instagram story. Like we all maybe sat down for a 30 minute span, made a caption and like posted. That was it though. Like it was so nice and refreshing. And I know I said this last time too, like even on the hydro jug trip and then the trip with Alani and stuff, it's just so nice to have people who can disengage, you know, and not feel like we have to like pump out 10 fucking pieces of content. It's like, we're going to live, you know? So it was great. The people in general were like so amazing. Every single one of them had this quality about them that was so great. And we were all so different. And like, I was probably, I was probably like the most different, like not really, but I was just like, I'm a smaller creator. I'm not really on TikTok. I am trying, I'm committing to it. Um, But like, they all had a lot more in common in terms of like brands that they've worked with and like people that they maybe know interconnected like XYZ, but they were still like just so inviting, so accepting. Everyone made sure like everyone felt included. Like even, um, this one girl, her name's Joe. And she was like, if you guys ever feel like you're not like a part of something, like, please just tell me like this, like I would never mean to do that to anyone. Like she even said it out loud. She's like, if you want to be a part of like a video, like let's do it or, you know, or whatever. And then, um, like Chloe was there again, which it was so great to see her. We've really only connected a few times ever in the past couple times we've been able to connect. I just feel like she is such a great person. I would, I would definitely consider her a friend. Like, I feel like I could text her and ask her something, anything. Right. And I feel like she would reply. I feel like I could go out and see her. I would love to actually like meet her husband and her daughter. Um, so fucking cute. Not her, not her husband, like her husband's cute. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, you get what I mean. But I would be really excited to like go out and do another trip. So, anyways, while we were all there, where we all kept saying over and over, like, this is so fun. Like, this is such a great group. Genuinely would want to get to know each one of you more one-on-one. Like it was one of those groups where it was like, you put us all together and like it's really fun, but you put us all at a one-on-one dinner. How would we react? It's like we would all genuinely have got along. Um, and it was, oh, I can't, I just can't stop talking about it. Cause it was so refreshing to be in a room of people that were, were also like so encouraging. So going back to like the Wyatt thing, we got into a, a little spinoff of talking about like our husbands and like handling, t- making TikToks or making videos or 
just like boundaries, stuff like that. Right. And they were all just so encouraging of like, Des, you got to get Wyatt on TikTok or like, I kind of maybe brought it up and they were like, you should do it. Like he should do it. And like Chloe even told me, she's like, you should make a new account. Like try to like pop off your new account, Bob. Like just everyone was so giving of advice. And it really reminded us all too of there's so much room for everyone. And I think a lot of times people operate in a sense of like, oh, well, if I share, if I share this person to my followers and they follow them, they're not going to want to support me anymore or something like that. Like there's this like internal weird battle, but it was such a, a eye opener of like, there is room for everyone to succeed. There's room for everyone to do their own thing. Success is relative. Um, you know, I could post someone tomorrow and maybe they go viral and I don't but like it, it is what it is, right? Like, what are you going to do? I'd rather be the person who helped someone than who turned a cold shoulder just to like be a bitch, you know? So it was just, it was great. And everyone said that too. They're like, I love how we all kind of do the same thing, but it's also so different that our communities are different. And we're all like, we have different personalities. Like, and that's the exact thing too, is like everyone there had a different vibe, it was just so great. Oh my God. I can't stop talking about it. That was like a way too long winded of like a story. But so anyways, that's kind of like why I came home and I was like on my ass. I'm like, you know what? Like I'm so sick of like not fucking trying. I'm so sick of just like wishing that it could be me. Like, why couldn't it be, you know, like, why couldn't I like make TikToks daily? Why couldn't, you know, I'm like, I just need to get into like a good routine, trust myself. And you know, with how Instagram is too, like I've not enjoyed posting to Instagram, you know, like it just feels so calculated. I don't know how to explain it. And I just, I like doing vlogs. I like whatever. So I've been using my Des Piper account more than my Des B, um, just to kind of like continue to get into just like fun stuff and like have like a mixture of like lifestyle while I'm still like educating, you know, cause I'm so passionate about obviously like fitness and helping women and all my stuff that I do. So, um, just trying to like find a new era this year of me, you know, and as my life evolves, like you wonder why mom, mom stuff and motherhood becomes people's like personality, you know? Oh, you became a mom. It was that like your whole personality. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is because I don't have fucking time for anything else, you know? And, and it's all like in a good way. It's just like, if I want to kind of branch into that and share it, it's just like uh, kind of like an evolution of my life in the past couple of years. You know, like I've become a mom, things have changed. And I think too often, and I speak for myself and maybe for you as well, we try to cling on to like that old version of us when like we just won't be there again until I would argue maybe your kids are in school, maybe they're out of school, you can find a glimmer of that person, but even then you're never going to be the same. And I I don't want to keep holding on to her, you know, like my life is different. My gym approach is different. My nutrition approach is different. My body is different. Like and I need to stop always grasping on to that old version of me, thinking that I have to act the same. Um, but it's hard when I like grew my platform off of being this person, fitspo, you know, posting workouts, all that stuff. And I still want to maintain a balance. But when you start introducing new content, some people are like, ah, like, all right, I'm out. Like, this isn't really what I want to follow. And that's fine. Um, so it's just kind of like an evolution of like, growth that you should go through. Um, but it's just like an awkward time. So if you're in a time of growth of yourself too, maybe you're phasing out of a friend group or you're phasing out of like your best friend, even, you know, um, life is just different than what it was back in high school or wherever, you know, it's okay. 
and it's supposed to be awkward and it's going to be awkward. It might be sucky. Like I always say, sit in the suck and truly grow through it, go through it, grow through it. You know, the vibes. So that was kind of my little tidbit there. Two things. Chiefs won this past week. I didn't really keep up, but I only just saw the memes of Jason Kelsey with his shirt off. That shit was so funny. I'm not over it. Like it was fucking hilarious. I saw an actually a really funny TikTok that was like the high school musical where it's like, try, you know, it's like, now I can hardly breathe. Oh, you can do it. Just know that I believe. And that's, I can't stop singing that when I start, but it was like Jason Kelsey, like coming out of the, the box, like try, like they timed it up. And then it was like, Travis on the court like the or on the field like this and was like now I can't hardly anyway it was like voiced over perfectly like dubbed it was so good um so we saw Taylor Swift there der um we saw Donna Kelsey der we saw Kylie Kelsey there and then we saw like Cara Delevingne and then Brittany Mahomes and like listen Brittany Mahomes is just like in her fucking era right now we want to talk about eras tour let's talk about the eras of Brittany Mahomes okay she went from like canceled, canceled, hated, 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 um, to now she's like definitely still hated for like whatever reason, but she's with Taylor now. You can't cancel her. Okay. I will say though, I wonder if a part of Brittany remains very uptight now because she knows she has this friendship that like, if she does anything kind of fucked up, Taylor's also going to get a brunt of it, you know, like I just wonder how that dynamic goes where like, are you scared? Like I would be scared to be Taylor's friend, to be honest. Like what if you found like even Photoshopped a tweet from like 2001 and I was like literally six years old, but you like made it sound like I was like a homophobe at six years old. And then like you put that cause like, obviously that's what people do nowadays is like find stuff from when you like couldn't even verbally talk or walk and try to cancel you for it imagine that coming out and like your bestie is Taylor, like that rings on her too, you know? So I feel like that'd just be a high stress situation for me. But anyways, Brittany's out going to dinner downtown New York with Taylor Swift, Cara Delevingne. And I will say Brittany Mahomes stylist is also like caught up. Okay, bitch. Like we are finally seeing Brittany in some fucking cute outfits. Thank you. Okay. She like, she literally deserves it. It's just some of the outfits. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Same with our girl, Selena. We talked about it last week. I'm like, Selena, like, come on. Um, which we did see actually a report come out um, that she spoke on her body changes. And um, she actually referenced literally like almost word for word. My body will like never be the same. Like my body isn't, I'm not a teenager anymore. And I was like, damn, did I speak that shit into existence or did, or does page six follow me? You know? So anyways, I apologize, Selena, if I put you in that corner to speak on that last week. Um, I didn't know I went viral. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so yeah, that was really the only tidbit of news. So let's go ahead, take another sip. Um, as you can tell, I'm still feeling a little bit snuffly, not as bad, but it's just like a deep, I got to just keep taking drinks. Okay. Okay. Wellness corner. My wellness corner is almost non-existent because, well, first off, I guess my first wellness update is that I've finally gone back to the chiropractor. So I'm just going to share this because it deserves to be said. A few weeks ago, back when I was going through like a lot of family stuff I mentioned, 
one of the many things that was going on is that my mom had lost her job of like literally 19 years. And it was shocking. It was jarring. Uh, It was completely unfair and fucked. And I will say that over and over. Completely flipped her life upside down. I mean, imagine going into the workplace that you've been for 19 years planning to just continue to keep chugging because, you know, that's kind of your bread and butter and you're fucking fired on a whim on a random like Tuesday, 10 a.m., you know, like what the fuck? No inkling either, might I also add. So that's been really hard to see her go through at, you know, late 40s and have to figure out what the fuck how do I get a job? What do I do? I don't have a resume. I don't, you know, like she worked for a small business. Therefore, they also don't have their shit together. Like, you know, and that has been very hard because it's just very hard. With that being said, she did find a job at a chiropractor helping out with reception work and like insurance and stuff, which is what she's really good at. And so I started going to this new chiropractor and he is so nice. He is so genuine. It seems to be a really great work environment. And the coolest thing ever, they have massage chairs, like the nice ones that you have to rent in the mall, but like even nicer. So um, I started going to the chiropractor again, and I'm going to be going way more regularly because it's way closer to me. And also during this pregnancy, I can just tell I'm going to have really bad body pain. So I want to get ahead of the curve. So I started going and he's so nice. He's so nice. I'm trying to get my like pelvis more adjusted, uh, my back more adjusted, et cetera, which I'm like now sitting up straight, but yeah, he's so nice. So I started going to the chiropractor and I actually have a massage today. So that's my, that's my wellness update because I need to take better care of my body. We only get one body and I need to take care of this pregnancy specifically. And my other like big goal for this year is to really work on my hip flexors and my glutes, like, like actually loosening them. Same with my quads, really just like lower body stretching, but mostly like in my hinge area. And so, uh, hopefully with the massage, as well as just like going to the chiropractor more regularly, I'll kind of have a little bit more motivation to keep my body loose. So that's a wellness update. Number one. Now, number two is the fact that my luggage is still missing from this past weekend. So I have been missing all my skincare. Now, obviously I have skincare at home, but like my routine, like my Peter Thomas Roth skin injectable stuff that I've been using, I've been able to use for like three days now. And I really planned on like, I wanted to be full on using this twice a day, every day up until I give birth to like really prove the results of it. I love it. I love it. So that's a wellness corner update. I'm still going to link it below because you guys, you need to, you need to have it. Also, you need to follow me on like to know it. Um, I've been linking, trying to link more of like my outfits and stuff like that. I do make commission when you use those links with commission. If I'm being transparent on the items that I link, like I'm not like a high fashion vlogger. Okay. You get some of these girls who link $200 pair of jeans, $500 dresses, if they sell one of them, they could be making like 70 bucks per pop. Okay. That'll add up fucking fast. If you have a following with the shit that I buy and what I purchase, 
if for example, and it depends like website to website, that's how I like to know it works. It's very confusing. I don't understand it. Trust me. But like, if I link something from, let's just say Sephora or Ulta, because that's typically like, I'm usually linking more like skincare and stuff. If it's like a $60 product, I might be making like $5. Okay. So like just for reference, the Lululemon shoes that I've been sharing. Cause I mean, obviously I've used them for over two years. It's not like a new find. Um, I think I make $8 per one sold could be up to, up to 10. Lululemon gives a higher commission rate. So just like awareness of what it looks like when you support me, when you use my code on something like Petula or Paragon or something, I usually make 10% commission. So if you spend $20, I make $2. So if you spend $40, I make $4, stuff like that, right? So just like, again, awareness. Um, I think transparency is important, especially because that is part of what I do um, in sharing things and promoting things, obviously that I love, but that's how monetarily it gets back to me. Company takes a lot. I take a little, but it can add up when a lot of you choose to support. So awareness there. So follow me. I like to know it. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Other than my pregnancy update, which I kind of already gave you with my headache and I can already feel it coming back. And it's really actually pissing me off now for the month of February. We have a few things coming up. First off, we have new workouts for the membership, which I'm really excited because I made them like love themed, like all the names are you know, like meant to be together, like stuff like that, like just kind of cutesy. And we're actually bringing back our squat focus. So back in June or July, when we first started, we had a month of back squat focus. So now that this is like almost six months ago, I want us to retest our one rep maxes or our like three to four rep maxes or our goblet squats for like a certain amount of time. That's probably, that's what I'll be doing since I'm pregnant. Um, so I'm going to do like as many goblet squats as I can in 40 seconds with a 40 pound dumbbell, something like that. Um, so kind of just get like a breakdown there to where we can kind of see where we can get in a month, feeling good, having some additional focuses on lower body strength mobility. As always, you can use code brunch for $10 off your first month. Next up, we have a new Paragon launch coming. I don't have the exact details yet. It's just on my way to me, but just know there is another launch coming and it is in a mixture of I, I think I can tell you this. Well, whatever. Reluna, which is my favorite, and Flex Sweat or Flex Stretch. I think they rebranded it. Not my favorite fabric, but Reluna's in there. That's all that matters. We also have a Petula launch coming. And I actually shared a sneak peek on my Instagram and I got like in trouble for it. Not like actually like yelled at, but you know, they're like, can you take that down till this day? I was like, bruh, you couldn't even tell that it was you guys, but whatever. So I deleted it. I was like, damn. I can tell you though, I respect this launch so much. <laughs> and Petula actually gave us an outlook already of like what the year's gonna look like, what's to come, products that are releasing, stuff like that. And it is so amazing. But this launch specifically is so good. And I always say it, Petula does athleisure so well. If you have not ever tried Petula, this is your launch. Like this is your launch, I'm telling you. I'm telling you in your eyes, I'm mesmerizing you. This is your launch. Does be to save 5%. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. 
I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the, to the top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash Desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. Okay, let's get into watches before we wrap up today. I only have two. One, I didn't watch. The new Bachelor came on um, with his name's Joey. He's he's handsome, like he's cute, you know, whatever. But it did come on. I did not watch. Um, however, I can respect the grind of the Bachelor community. I have thought about recapping it. I might watch today, you know, like I might just watch and then be involved in the talk. But for some reason, it, I just don't like watching like the golden bachelor was fun but when you watch people who are like your age and you're like holy shit I have almost three kids and that is not my life it just feels so out of touch like in my personal life you know to where it's like I'd rather spend an hour watching a different show something else you know something like that so that's kind of like where my mindset is with it but you guys will have to let me know if you're watching or if we're watching sound off in the comments let me know if you're watching this year um or like the season for the bachelor new year I guess is what I tried to say and then the other thing I watched is the curious case of Natalia Grace this is that story I told you guys about I think last week I referenced it how she like had severe dwarfism and this was the most interesting case I've ever watched in terms of like no physical bodily crime, like no killing, no stabbing, you know, stuff like that. But like just as fucked up. It's on HBO Max. And the way that they ended the series was just nuts. So I, and I don't want to ruin it. Like as much as I want to talk about it, I don't want to ruin it. And honestly, it's a lot to unpack. But you should definitely look it up. Um, and then the funny thing is, is it's actually out of like Indianapolis. So like that's like close to home for me in Lafayette, Indiana, like places I've been, people I've seen there, you know. Um, so it's it's actually pretty nuts to be in the position of hearing of that story and knowing that it was like it down the road, like it feels like it, you know. So highly recommend. That's really the only thing I watch besides Cody Co's new YouTube videos per usual you know, in our YouTube binges, but that's about it. I'll tell you one thing. I'm so sick of having this reoccurring headache. Part of me wonders if it's also like 
since I've been so stuffy, if that's a part of it, you know what I mean? Like I've been sniffing so much constant congestion, stuff like that. Like if I've almost like, if I've almost like fucked myself a little bit harder because I haven't like been able to take care of that, you know, I don't know. Okay. So let's wrap up for today. Um, first let's, let's take one more sip. I think I need more caffeine maybe. It's also another thing is like, I'm not doing a ton of caffeine. I'm doing my typical like one coffee a day, but I'm trying to stay pretty consistent in that knowing that I've been having headaches. So uh, see, and like all I'm doing is sitting here like almost panicking and fidgeting because I'm like, do I call my doctor now? Cause like you guys fucking scared me in my messages. I'm sure I'm okay. Like it's very normal, but it's very frustrating. Okay. Last little discussion here on body dysmorphia. (laughs) It is one of the hardest things to see your body change in any capacity, whether it's pregnancy, whether maybe you, you went through a huge body change during COVID. That's where a lot of people that I work with, a lot of my clients, a lot of my community have kind of stemmed from in their background stories is, you know, I had a really good regimen until COVID, here I am now, X, Y, Z, right? Like it feels like COVID was just a huge, it was a huge shit on everyone in multiple ways. Um, But especially in like the fitness industry, what we're kind of seeing as trainers and stuff, how that affected a lot of us um, and how, I mean, it even affected me. You know, I, I went through a huge change in COVID. But with that, that's kind of where a lot of like moments occur is, going through our past and being like, wow, do you remember when I used to look like this? One of the biggest things a lot of people also always refer back to is their high school self. Or I would even argue early college, like if you had gone to college, just like, oh, well, I I was like 125 pounds and blah, 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 blah. First off, our body's not meant to stay that small. Like we're not going to be 18 forever. We're not going to be 21 forever. Um, We're not going to be I would, you know, 22, 23, all of a sudden, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 20, all the way in our thirties, whatever, it starts creeping up on us. And we realize, huh, I used to be able to eat this type of food, or I used to be able to have Taco Bell once or twice a week, or I used to be able to eat McChickens five times a week and kind of remain the same, but I'm, I'm noticing it's catching up with me every year as we age scientifically, our metabolism is also slowing down. So the way that we handle food is also very different too. And you always see sometimes like things referenced as like a joke, but like, oh, if only I could eat like my five-year-old self ate, you know, it's like, yeah, because you look back at what the the shit that you ate when you were like eight, nine, 10, you know, it's like you were eating Pop-Tarts like five times a day and you were fine. You eat five Pop-Tarts a day plus your meals. Nowadays, you're going to gain weight, you know. So our body's constantly changing, but we often just refer to this one version of ourselves that we seem to consistently want back or we strive for, like as like a goal. Like, you know, we close our eyes. This feels good right now, closing my eyes. We close our eyes and we vision this type of us. Um, if we've never seen this version of us before we vision it though, and that's what we want. That's what we chase. So I think that a lot of where the fault comes and where the issue comes is when we don't let go of that thought and we let it overly consume us. 
So like for me, one of the thought process that always come back for me is how I looked when I lived in Florida and even like beginning of living in Columbus, you know, like moving in Florida, moving from Florida to Columbus, kind of like that timeline ish, right? Like around my wedding, like stuff like that. And I think there was just like a lot of life events that happened during that time where I, I hold on to that version of myself. And that was also the last version of myself before children. So I think it kind of stings like it remains close to my heart for multiple reasons. Right. But I also would say that that was probably like one of the times where I did also like feel my best, but it's funny because I also look back at that time and don't get me wrong. There were a lot of like good body image days, you know, where I was like really proud of myself, but I also look back at myself during that time. And that was the most hardest I was on my body in terms of how I looked and you know, oh my God, I'm bloated today. And oh my God, I'm, I'm getting fat. And oh my God, I'm like, I also didn't have a good outlook on my body, which is so odd because my body is so different now, but I talk about it less, you know, like it's, it's not over consuming in my mind when back then I had nothing else to worry about. Like I didn't have other things on my mind, not kids, you know, stuff like that. So all I did was kind of sit there and think about my body And I would always have to body check myself. And it wasn't like disordered. Like it was definitely just, hey, like I'm a young person who's aware of their image and cares about their image. So it was very like normal, but it was also just like, I look back and I'm like, why do I, why would I want her back when I didn't even appreciate her when I had her? And I think that's the biggest part of like where I'm at now, just like with pregnancy and, you know, going through this again and knowing, uh, knowing I have to go through this again, you will find a way back to a better version of yourself. And it's not maybe going to be the best, you know, it might not be your old version and you got to let that shit go. Like you got to let that shit go. And, And trust me, I'm preaching the choir here. You're always evolving once you enter a place of specifically your childbearing years, having children and doing that. You're not going to look the same as the first time postpartum. You're not going to look the same as the second time postpartum. And you're probably not going to look the same as the third time postpartum. You might look similar, but from what you physically feel might be completely different. You know, like from what I felt postpartum with Maddox to like what I ended up feeling, even my most postpartum with Archie, as much as I still felt like a great version of myself, those versions were still different. You know, my strength, I would argue I felt stronger post Archie, like my strength, like I was actually lifting heavier, but I was also more postpartum. Like I wasn't just like a year postpartum, but I would also argue like I didn't have as much muscle tone because I went back to back, not being able to like lift super heavy, quote unquote, for like a six month span. You know, that's a long time to like kind of have to just maintain. So body changes are always occurring. And again, this is outside of pregnancy. Like take it for what it is in your journey is that you can't mourn. You can mourn an old version of yourself, but you can't hang your hat on that version of that person either. Um, and it just goes even like with some clients that I work with and stuff, right? Like we're referencing and we all do this. We reference, Oh, well three years ago or before COVID, you know, I used to be able to eat this and like, I, I looked like this or, you know, whatever. It's like, babes, COVID was four years ago. Okay. Four years ago was COVID. I know that's fucking shocking, but that is a long time for our bodies to go through different things, 
our bodies to mature, our, our metabolisms to change, all these things, right? Like it, time has passed as much as it really doesn't feel like it. Trust, trust me, I get it. Time has passed. So as we're kind of like sitting here leaning into the fact of like, well, my body used to do this. My body used to look like this. Okay. With all due respect, babe, like it's not doing that anymore. So what do we need to change? Well, we can change our approach to the gym, to fitness, depending on like what we've been doing. But really we got to change up here. We got to change the mental part. And, you know, one thing I've come to realize as well with just accepting like my lifestyle changing and my body changing and my, the way that I hit the gym changing and all these things is it's like, what is the point of chasing this picture perfect physique for forever? You know, like I even think of myself in like my late thirties or forties. I'm like, am I really going to be wearing crop tops? Like, why the fuck do I care? You know, and there's a certain level of just where you feel comfortable in your body and your goals and whatever. And that's, that's fine. But that doesn't mean that you're also in the wrong for just looking normal. And I think that's where social media has kind of captured a lot of us is that we don't normalize normal anymore. You know, like we see the 2% of people that have crazy genetics um, or that have gotten crazy procedures and aren't shared or crazy Photoshop and aren't shared. And that's what we consider normal, not what normal really is. You know, what is normal anymore? It's like we couldn't even put a finger on it. We also have like way more body acceptance in today's society, which is gorgeous, amazing. So it's like, what is normal? I got, you know, it's relative, right? It's subjective. It's, it's what would you consider your normal? Like I know what is normal for my physique. What is normal for your physique, right? So body dysmorphia, you know, is a bitch. It's never going to go away. You're always going to have these bouts of it. Um, You're going to have periods where it hurts more than others. You're going to have those days. And I always just say, I'm like, you know, sit in it. You're, you're allowed like it hot take. I don't know. You're allowed to degrade yourself. You know, like you're allowed to be upset with yourself. Um, you're allowed to be disappointed in yourself. You're allowed to go, man, I, I wish I would have done this more. I wish I would have hit the gym more last year. I wish I would have watched my food better. You're allowed to like be upset. You're allowed to like have those emotions towards yourself, sit in it for a second and then quickly reframe that. Well, you know what? You fucking didn't. So where do we start now? And that's the exact word is like, where do we start? It's not where are we going to end? It's not how do we start five things at once? It's what's, what's the one thing that you can start doing today that could change? For someone, that could be as simple as like, I'm going to start drinking water today. I'm going to start drinking 30 ounces of water in the morning. You know, like it could be as simple as that. I'm going to work out two times this week. I'm going to do one YouTube Zumba class. You know, it's, it doesn't have to go from zero to a hundred so fast. Now, body dysmorphia can still exist whether you're in the best shape of your life or not. Um, but it's, I think at that point it just comes down to, for me, acknowledging it and genuinely just moving past it. Whenever I find myself having like bad body dysmorphia too, I kind of outrun it with my clothing choices. (laughs) And again, it's not like, it might sound fucked up to say, but it's not. If I know I'm in a position of being like more bloated than normal, or 
I'm on my period. Obviously not getting those right now. I'm not going to wear clothing that also makes me uncomfortable, right? If I feel a little bit bloated, I feel this, that, maybe instead of tight spandex shorts, I'm going to wear gym shorts. And instead of a sports bra, I'm going to wear an oversized tee and get my workout in. Cool. You know, like dress your body for your comfort level at that time too. And you'd be shocked because instead of trying to fit into those jeans that just feel a little bit tighter at this time of the month, don't wear the fucking jeans. Just wear the fucking leggings, you know? Like it's okay to also change your wardrobe during that time that you're just feeling a little bit more uncomfortable. You know, it's kind of like how people are like, find clothes that actually fit your body. It's like, yeah, just buy the sizes that feel comfortable for you and rock them. And you're probably alone. They're alone going to feel 10 times better. So it's, it's not easy. It's not easy being this hot. No, I'm just kidding. But it's not easy combating the mind because <laughs> the mind is very powerful. But you decide if you want to win or not, you know. So sink into it. Allow yourself to feel certain ways. And, and if you're in a position where, like, your body dysmorphia is also real and you're just, like, truly not happy in your skin, that's also okay you know, like it's okay to want to get better. Like I, I deal with this all the time. I have women come that are just not comfortable where their body is right now. And they almost feel guilty for wanting to change that. And I'm like, it's okay to not be obsessed with your body where it's at right now, knowing you just have different goals and you want to be comfortable in a different way. So you, you can still respect your body. You can still be grateful for your body for doing what it does for you and running and allowing you to walk and allowing you to use your arms and all these things. But if you're not in a physical spot where, you know, you're happy with where your physique is, that's also okay. Like, you know, you're not a piece of shit. You're not fat phobic. You're not uh, body shaming for wanting your personal body to look different and feel different and optimize better, be more optimized. Sorry. So if you're, like I said, if you're in that bout where your physique, your body dysmorphia is kind of manifesting in your real life, right? Like you're like, this isn't just body dysmorphia. Like I just don't like how I feel. It's okay to want to change that. I know a great coach. I know a great team. Let me know if you need support. I'm pointing to myself if you're not watching. I deal with this all the time. And so I, you know, I would love to obviously help in any way that I can. So let me know what you guys think. What do you guys think about body dysmorphia? What do you think about outrunning it? How do you control your thoughts? What do you do when your thoughts consume you? How do you ground yourself in that way? I'd be curious. Let me know. Drop a DM. Drop a comment on the YouTube. Um, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Brunch with Desby. Share it with a friend. Share it with someone who needs it today. Um, even if you go back to an old episode, share something with someone today. I would appreciate it. Um, you can tell in my body language that I really shut down the past 20 minutes, <laughs> probably 10 minutes, but I am so exhausted of feeling this way. And it's only been like five days. So God bless you. God bless me. Okay. Um, universe bless me, whatever we're saying nowadays. Sorry that I look like such a slob on the YouTube. I literally like slouched in my seat. I adjusted my mic, like I, you could, you literally could probably see the evolution of me feeling good at the beginning of this video to like where we're at right now. I just want to squeeze my head off my body. So yay. Love you guys. Happy Sunday. Uh, it was still great to be here up until the past 10 minutes. I promise. Okay. Love you guys. See you next week.
That's all for this episode of Brunch with Desby. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.